0: You're listening to the Audio Harassment Podcast. Welcome to the platform for the average grunt, hosted by two idiots with strong opinions and no filters. So clutch your pearls and buckle up. Prepare to be audibly harassed.
1: All (laughs) right. Welcome back to another episode of the Audio Harassment Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my co host. I'm talking about Lucas. You could do all them push ups to pump up your chest, but I got a 12 gauge shotgun to pump up your chest sharp. And as always,
0: folks, your host of the Audio Harassment Podcast. Of course, I am talking about none other. Then, Rob, when I speak, I drop knowledge, but also your IQ, (laughs) Kondraki. I think you used that one
1: before. Well, let's jump right into the battle, shall we? (laughs) Thank God for editing. All right, let's get it. (laughs) All right, Luke, here we go. You know what time it is, as always. The Storch and the Bates. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Luke, I got to tell you, this week, I'm bringing it. I'm really fucking bringing it, because last week, I think, you know, it was kind of really a back and forth in the ring and the octagon between Connery and your boy fucking uh, Reeves, and I want it to be clean cut. I want the fucking knockout this week, so I'm really bringing it this week. But I want you to go first. I went first last week. I want you to tell me, who are you bringing to take on my guy this week, Sharp? Who do you got? All
0: right, well, last week we pitted these celebrities against each other in a battle of physicality in the octagon, in a battle of intellectual wits via a chess game, in a battle of beauty and sexuality in a beauty contest. And this week, I wanted to bring some real contenders to the bout here, okay? I wanna win, all right? I'm not in this just to fuck around. I'm here to win, God damn it. And I enter into the Nostalgia Knockouts Arena this week, none other than the man who does it right no matter what year it is, Steve Wilkos. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And for those of you who do not know Steve Wilkos, let me just give you a brief description of his claim to fame. He was security, a security guard on the infamous Jerry Springer show from 1994 to 2007. RIP Jerry Springer, by the way. Following that, he became an American television personality on his own show, the Steve Wilkos show in talk show format, and formerly known as a law enforcement officer with the Chicago
1: Police Department. Big and bald, and he's here to give you the business. Wow. I got to tell you, Sharp, your guy is going to beat my guy's fucking ass, dude. I <laughs> in, in, At least <laughs> in the cage. In the cage, he's going to beat his ass. I don't think he's got him in the other two categories. So without further ado, let's get into it. My guy stands half the height of your man, half the bulk of your guy. He is American TV host... Former host of the Regis and Kelly show, Regis Philman Luke. Oh, shit. <laughs> you may remember Regis, and the, the audience may better remember Regis as the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Smart guy who knows the answers to a lot of questions. So I got to tell you, Sharp, let's put him in the ring first, but the real win will come later. Let's put him in the octagon. Now, all right, Steve Wilco... He's a, he's a formidable man. He's a big man, trained in hand-to-hand combat and tactics. Regis Philman? Well, no, not so much. Yeah, Regis, I don't
0: think uh, Regis is going to be able to stand toe-to-toe with the towering Wilkos. Plus, Steve Wilkos, how many times have you seen him grab guys by the back of the neck and hit him in that pressure point, right? He
1: knows how to manhandle somebody with the pressure points. Well, Steve, he's the guy you call to help you when you need help. Regis is the guy who calls someone like Steve, so... Is it a fair fight? No, not really. I think he wants to get into a slap fight, Regis. I don't know. (laughs) You think the diminutive Regis Philbin wants to stand toe-to-toe with Wilkos, huh? If I were Regis, I would want to stay out of the grasp of the bear. He He might have to get a DQ. He might have to do a kick to the groin here is what I'm thinking. Regis, in order to win this, is going to have to make it a cat and mouse game.
0: He's going to have to tire out Wilkos, make him run around the octagon, wasting all his energy so that hopefully Regis can score a takedown and a mount in the third round. Most
1: likely he could phone a friend. Can Regis phone a friend? (laughs) I think he might be able to get himself two and a half minutes before Wilkos, you know, catches up to him. And uh, Wilkos would probably snap down like a guillotine on him and just take the soul away from Regis. To be honest with you, I think, Steve Wilkos is going to beat the fool out of Regis That's what I think I, He's going to have to do something He's he's going to need to either reach out to one of his co-hosts You know, maybe Kelly Ripa Formerly Kathy What about Gilman, he was always in good shape, right, Gilman? I think Gilman gets in there He's willing to do anything to, uh, you know, get his own show Well, let me ask you this If
0: Regis is allowed to call in Gilman for help Is Wilkos allowed to
1: call in Springer? Maybe he is but is Springer the guy you want in your corner? He's dead now. Oh, now he's dead, but so is Regis, right? <laughs> Maybe Regis has another trick up his sleeve and you know, he bites the groin of Wilcoast. The egregious Regis is what he calls his finisher. It's possible. <laughs> I like the egregious Regis.
0: I don't know if the groin bite is the area to gnaw on, but see, to me, when I picture Regis in the octagon with Wilkos, have you ever see like those sumo wrestlers, how they train in like those arenas where they just got like big pillars of the building and they sit there smacking the pillars of the building? That's what I picture Regis doing. Just half the height of Wilkos, smacking his legs as if he's going to fall down. And then Wilkos just gives him the fucking knee to the mush and <laughs> bashes the face that made Regis money for four or five
1: decades. What Regis was better at than Wilkos was putting on a show and a production. I've seen the Regis and Kelly show. I've seen the Wilkos show. Wilkos, you know, really just a watered-down shit format of Springer, whereas Regis would take it more American Gladiator style and push Wilkos into, like, a Velcro wall, and there he'll be able to throw shots to the body like Rocky training on a meat bag, I think, and really wear Wilkos down. I think that's how he's going to get him. My definitive answer has to be Steve Wilkos. It has to be. Luke, I hate to say it. It pains me, kills me, hurts me to say it. Steve Wilkos would take that one. I have to agree. I'll give it up to you for that. But Luke, there's more than just the brute and the strength. There's the mind. So let's get into the next category, which is the actual chess match here. Now, these two sit down. Be honest with yourself and be honest with the audience. Who you got?
0: Aside from just sitting down with Wilkos on a chair and Regis on a stack of phone books, I would have to say <laughs> that Regis is going to win the chess match. He's a very witty guy, he's sharp, he's intelligent. Wilkos, while being morally correct, is a little bit of a stupid meathead, in my opinion. And I think Regis is the much sharper minded individual. So I'm going to give him the win in the
1: chess game. Wilkos wasn't even a mouthpiece like Springer. He couldn't even talk. He literally just relied on that format of like the audience do all the work and he breaks them up for some reason, you know? So he's never displayed any glimmer of intellect. I think Regis advances, kills and destroys Wilkos within three moves. Yeah, Regis with that mind and that smile and that head of hair, he's going to checkmate that big (laughs) baldy. (laughs) You know, Wilkos, with the ego of a cop, would he allow that win? Or do you think he'd just break bad and and start to flip out on Regis and just walk off?
0: Well, you know, with the ego of a cop, I might have to agree with you. However, Wilkos, his gimmick is being such a morally straight guy. Raise your children! So I think he's going to play by the rules. I think his reputation matters to him. And I think since he already beat the living shit out of Regis in the first round of the octagon battle, he's willing to
1: concede in the chess match. I mean, when it comes down to the question of beauty out of these two gentlemen, I mean, that's a tough one. I'm, I'm gonna put it to you like this. Who do you think is
0: bagging more in their prime? Regis Philbin or Steve Wilkos? Uh, Regis. Really? See, this one is debatable, I think, because Wilkos, at the height of the Jerry Springer show in the 90s, had a revolving door of trash bags
1: coming in and out of the studio. He probably could have stuck it to any one or three in a day. Regis, a leading man on morning shows. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he had the beady eyes, but he also had a little bit of a, I don't know, a Wayne Newton kind of vibe going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wayne Newton. <laughs> I guess I know what you mean. Yeah. I was I was thinking a little bit more of like a good guy Joe Pesci, but yeah, Wayne Newton. But I mean, come on, Wilco kind of looks like a stegosaurus i mean he doesn't have any looks like a worm he looks like a big walking worm i would say though regis being known for the mouth to the groin shot known as the egregious regis that might have boded well for him with the ladies you know what i mean just face dive straight to it
0: (laughs) they love the egregious regis move
1: (laughs) well you know it's something mouth to the crotch Yeah, and he always had, like, the pomade in his hair. That had to leave a little uh, slick streak down there. That gets him going, you know what I mean? Okay, all right, I could see that. Maybe he had something more to offer than we know. That's all I'm saying. But who do you honestly think has got it in the beauty department here?
0: Who is more charming than Regis Philman? The charisma this man has. I bet he's spitting game to these Hollywood broads left and right and knocking them down. So I am going
1: to go with Regis For the sex appeal category, (laughs) that has to be the first time in human history someone said, "I'm going to go with Regis for the sex appeal category." (laughs) (laughs) It's a very unique sentence. I'll give you that. So, so what are you telling me here, Luke? You're telling me that Regis won two out of three on this? Well, I'm telling
0: you. I'll, I'll I'll say this: I brought a contender to the arena this week, and I may have misjudged because I went with someone who is physically superior.
1: However, there is no match to the charm of Regis Philbin. I think Regis has the appeal, and even if he doesn't, he has the name recognition. Definitely more people knew Regis Philbin, respected Regis Philbin, and sucked him dry. (laughs) Isn't it Philbin, not Philbin? Uh, Yes, it is. It's Philbin with a B. (laughs) Him and his buddy Gilbin. (laughs) Steve Wilbows. Now we're getting
0: super stupid. (laughs) All
1: right, all right. This week, I'm... I'm bringing to the octagon a very, very formidable woman. I'm talking about none other than Helen Keller. (laughs) (laughs) Taking
0: a page out of my Reeves nomination last week, I see. All right, all right. For our listeners who are
1: unaware, why don't you summarize Helen Keller for them? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, what do you need to know? Blind, deaf, dumb, Wrote a couple books, read some braille, can't read, can't see. It's gonna be extraordinarily hard for her to fight in this octagon. When did she die? Uh, ballpark year. When did she die? Oh, dude, hasn't she been dead since like the early
0: 1900s? Uh, I'm not even sure how many decades, but I-, I was gonna say 1960s or
1: 50s at least. Helen Keller. Woof, woof, woof. This fucking bitch. <clears throat> she. <laughs> she lived forever, dude. She was born in 1880, June 27th, and died in 1968. Holy shit, I was on point with it. To be fair, when someone's born in 1880, you don't assume they're going to die in 1968. You know what I mean? That's an absurd amount of time. Well, listen, we, we're we doing a nostalgia knockout here. You're really going way back for this one, huh? Here's the thing. This is someone who lost her sight and lost her hearing after an illness. I mean, she she could see. She was able to see, Luke but she's a fighter. She lost her hearing, lost her sight and went through the world blind, deaf and dumb but still managed to be a lifelong teacher. <laughs> a dumb teacher you're telling me. How the fuck do you get a bachelor's degree when you can't see or hear? But she did it. So affirmative I- action. <laughs> <laughs> Disabled but able. She's able in the octagon. I think she I think she could do well.
0: As you know we have brought these to each other without any prior knowledge so the fact that you chose Helen Keller from century past actually fits very well with my anonymous entrant this week and this is going to be a doozy are you ready for this? entering into the nostalgia knockout arena this week for the female contender I offer up to thee Ruth
1: Bader Ginsburg Oh, come on, come on Oh, yeah, oh, yeah We got two historical figures going against each other We sure do, and they're actually
0: uh, At one point, they were alive together And actually could have fought each other Isn't that an interesting aspect for this knockout Two women that we're gonna have to assume Are fucking old as dinosaur dirt,
1: right? Dude, anytime I've seen Ruth uh, You know, she looked She might have looked more frail And shitty than Helen Keller To be honest with you I would agree. I think she uh, looks like a walking corpse and has been for decades. But it does make for an interesting fight, I'll give you that. This this fight to me if I had to pay for pay-per-view, this would break any record. This is a very interesting fight these. I mean, I have someone who's blind and deaf. I mean, come on. <laughs> And I have someone in a judge's robe who weighs 87 pounds. Is she coming into the octagon with a hammer? I they they can't let that happen. I can't give you that. The upbringing. hammer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe uh, Helen Keller brings a hammer
1: hammer to uh, counteract the gavel of RBJ. You may be surprised because I suspect I don't know, but I suspect Helen Keller, you know, much like a bat, has found other ways to use her senses. So I think when she gets in there, she might have a better understanding of where Ruth is at, to be honest with you. And she was younger, right? Uh, that's in her prime probably. Yeah. yeah. But anyone could be younger than RBG. <laughs> their primes are probably the same time. So let's assume they're both in their prime. Okay. They're not old. We're going to assume the prime of their fame status. Let's say that. All right. Fair enough. So, I'm going to say Helen Keller slinks in. She slinks in kind of on her hands and feet, slinks in and tries to just keep sweeping her foot, sweeping aggressively, knowing that if she spins enough in circles that she's going to knock down Ruth eventually. And then she'll look at that point. She'll look to just get mount, I think, and start to. I'm guessing she's going to go for the eyes because she knows what it's like to be blind and how crippling that is. And I think she's going to start to dig and claw. How is she going to find RBG's eyes? You go above the uh, the nose, you know what you're finding. You're finding eyeballs. I think she's going to go for that pretty quickly. Now listen, I would agree with you, except Helen Keller is
0: deaf also. So there's no hearing to be able to lead you to the person. So essentially, in order to locate the eyes... Helen Keller would just have to put her hands out and spin it in a circle until she hit some very thin skin of RBG. And hopefully RBG would bleed out from that thin
1: skin breaking. Nobody wins this fight unless one of them makes contact. So Helen Keller, in theory, can just sit there spinning in circles, spinning in circles, swinging her arms and legs, and Ruth literally has to come forward and connect. These two are going to collide, and I just think Helen's going to get it done. I mean... There's no way Ruth can avoid her and still win the fight. It would be a double-discue, so she's going to have to move in. And I think, yes, she's deaf. Yes, she's blind. But when you get a hold of something, you could do some damage. I don't know. Be Let's be honest here. Who do you really think has got this one, Sharp? This, this actually might be the toughest one we've had yet. Ruth has no choice. Ruth has to come in and try to make contact. And I think she's going to have a false confidence thinking, You know, Helen's blind, deaf, dumb, wandering the afterlife, you know? A false
0: confidence. That would give somebody a false confidence.
1: (laughs) That's like the most validated confidence. (laughs) Dude, she's underestimating her. How's Ruth going to get in on her without Helen knowing? (laughs) So you're going with Helen Keller for this one, for the physical fight. You're going for Helen Keller in the octagon. We're talking about someone who's overcome adversity every single time she's been put up against it. How could she not overcome this challenge? I mean, this, you know, this might be a coin toss, but I'm sticking with my pick. I'm going to stick with the pick of Helen Keller, Luke. I hate to agree with you. I know this is the
0: most oddball choice (laughs) to win a fight ever, but I'm going to go with Helen Keller. And here's why. Okay. In my opinion, what this really comes down to is obviously the inability of seeing and hearing from Helen Keller versus... (laughs) the inability to lift an arm and swing it from Ruth Bader Ginsburg. When Helen gets her hands on RBG, it's going to be short work after that, right? I mean, you could snap her like a bird.
1: Yeah, but I'm happy to hear you say that. But, Luke, that's just the octagon. That's just the cage. These two women have no business in that cage. Let's be honest. They're not fighters. They're thinkers. They're intellectual creatures. But what does that actually mean? in a chess match and a battle of wits as these two face off. This is gonna be a, a close one. I
0: reluctantly I reluctantly think that Ruth Ginsburg is gonna take this one and I'll tell you why. Even if Helen Keller is a smarter, more intellectual chess player, he's blind and deaf. So even <laughs> if she gets the advantage, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is smart enough to just turn the board around 180 degrees and then boom, she's the winner. <laughs> I and what the
1: hell is Helen Keller going to do about it, right? Besides drag her to the octagon and break skin so she bleeds out. I was thinking the exact same thing, actually. I was thinking all Ruth has to do in this category is just tell Helen that she's losing. I'm sorry, you're losing. <laughs> you're losing <laughs> there's no moderator for this chess match no, you're losing you're knocking the pieces down you can't move that way <laughs> you don't even you know that's a hair clip you've got on the board that's not even a piece like there's so many ways ruth can win in so very few ways that helen being blind and deaf could even know that she's playing chess <laughs> but do you think it's a wrong assumption that RBG would cheat to win. She's a very upstanding woman, right? Would RBG cheat to win? I don't know. I, I I don't think so. But after just getting her actual skin ripped off in the octagon, which according to you, she had many lesions. <laughs> yes, I think I think now she's pissed. She's bitter. Her pride is hurt. Um, I think, yeah, I think she cheats to win. And I think I don't blame her. I mean, this is an easy one for her. All you have to do, like you said, is spin that board around. And, yeah, I mean, Helen's just hopeless on this. There's no way to lose. If you keep spinning the board, eventually someone wins. Well, if RBG slams the gavel down, that might shake up the pieces for them enough to move over one square also. That's another way she can cheat. Fucker. Bottom line is, I hate to say it, but I agree. Your, your girl gets it done this week, Luke.
0: They are now competing in a beauty contest for the third and final round of this nostalgia
1: knockout. Let's enter them both into Miss America, huh? Ooh. I'm bringing up Helen Keller again. As we speak, I'm taking a look at, of course, every picture I get is like either a painting or it's in black and white. You know, she's got her fucking eyes closed. She's, you know, her hair is not really kept well. Well, I've got to be honest with you, buddy. I can't really picture Helen
0: Keller in my head, but regardless of what she looks like, she has to be beating
1: Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? In a beauty contest. I think you could put a fucking raccoon up against her and win. Let me, let me bring up Ruth real quick. I, I, to be fair oh hey now come on what is she a picture with regis i've seen worse i've done worse Come on send me that picture right now i gotta see for myself before we go any further i'd fuck her you can't say you wouldn't fuck her you'd fuck her right in your pussy
0: and let me see i'll be the judge of that uh, i mean she looks like i would expect her to look uh, younger i'm not blown away you're not blown away, but I mean, like, come on I gotta tell you, I'm
1: giving it to your girl over Helen Keller on this one Come on, that's
0: clearly not the peak of RBG's fame, though The peak of her fame is in her older age So that's
1: how we have to enter her into uh, the Miss America pageant In that case, and not just in their younger years Yeah, I'll go Helen Keller on that one I mean, she looks a mess, but I so can I And she wouldn't know, so I guess it's fair See, the bad thing about Helen Keller is I can picture you as a kid getting this lesson in social studies class You raise your hand. Well, the bad thing about Ellen Keller is... (laughs) See, the downside about Keller is this.
0: Sure, she's blind. Sure, she's deaf. But she's still able to speak, and she's a woman, which means that she can nag you till the day you die. Could she
1: speak? She wasn't a mute, right? She was just blind and deaf. Yeah, but deaf people can't really talk because they can't hear themselves speak, so they're all like... "Mm -hmm." Right? I mean, they talk well enough. They might not talk perfectly, but they talk well enough. She's also retarded. All right. So, yeah. So you're saying that she would just be so annoying that you'd have to fuck RBG. No, no. What I'm saying is RBG is so
0: old and frail that if you fucked her, it'd probably be an assault crime because she'd break in half. So I'm
1: going to go with Helen Keller. All right. Well, then that's it, Luke. We have clear winners this week, and I'm proud to say I brought two people to the table and although they were physically shit, it seems that they were able to win two out of three categories. We got Regis Philman standing 5-3, who somehow beat uh, Steve Wilkos. And then we got Helen Keller, who's as blind and deaf and dumb as they come, who actually beat out RGB in looks, which means you'd rather fuck her. And then we got her winning in a—oh, che- no, she lost in a chess match, but she won— in the octagon so two out of three so my yeah i'm happy with that i mean how do you feel i know that that's not the outcome you were looking for this week but how do you feel i feel like helen keller being voted
0: to win any fight ever is absolutely ridiculous (laughs) and it could only happen
1: within the realm of the nostalgia knockouts arena yeah that's it all right luke well why don't you wrap it up for these people and tell them what they got to look forward to on the Audio Harassment Podcast moving forward and let them know where they can find us and we'll catch them next week. Folks,
0: if you are dying to hear more of these hypothetical battles to the death in the nostalgia knockout arena, you can catch us under the Audio Harassment banner on Apple Podcast and Spotify. You can catch us on Twitter if you want to tweet us or follow us on YouTube at Audio Harassed. Or if you're more of a TikTok guy and you want to see lame dead people battle it out to the death, catch us at Audio Harassment on TikTok or drop us a view, a like, Talkie baby. on Instagram. Tell us how much Talkie you want on Instagram <laughs> and we'll get back to you with more nostalgia knockouts of celebrities from the past that you would never consider to put in the octopus.